Yay! Hey everyone, listening to us live. You are listening to Planeta Patineta, just Spanish for Skate Planet, uh, where we talk about everything skateboarding here in Chicago. And this is our fourth episode. Thanks for continuing to watch us. I am here uh, with my co-producer, Noe Perez. I'm your host, Jan Lopez. And we have a very special guest, our fourth guest on the podcast. We have the very talented Bea Cabrera. Is that how you spell your last? Is pronounced is. Cabrera? Cabrera? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> is it Bea or Bea? How? Remind me again. What's the correct pronunciation? Bea. Bea. I feel like okay. both of those are Sounds correct. Good. Yeah. Is that short for Isabella? Beatriz. <laughs> Beatriz. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now I know. Now I know. Beatriz. Mm -hmm. Bea. Bea. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah, thanks for coming out. I'm yeah. so excited. Thanks for having me. I'm excited yeah. too. Yeah, I'm so excited to hear all about Woof. I call it Woof. woof. I don't know what you call it. Woof, Woof, whatever. Okay, yeah. I like Woof too. So yeah, I reached out to you um, to come out and speak about that experience. And I reached out to you and I told you, like, I thought you were a Chicagoan because you just seemed, you gave me this, like, very Chicago energy. And, like, you were really comfortable at Wilson. So I thought, oh, like, she's been skating this forever, you know? And I remember seeing you do like a 50-50 grind, like up the hubba, I think. And I was just amazed. I was like, who is this person? I want to be friends with this person. <laughs> like Up the hubba. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You were doing something. And Dang. I just thought it was amazing. And you landed like third, three, like on a third try. Um, so I, yeah, like I saw you and I was like, I don't know who this person is. And then I also admire you because you skate equally both street and bowls. And I don't know a lot of people that like cross over between the two as far mm -hmm. as like friends that we know that skate, like women and non-traditional skaters. I feel like sometimes folks just gravitate towards just street and then just bowls. So I, I appreciate that you do both, you know, you yeah. push yourself in both. So... For folks that don't know you, tell us a little bit about like who you are, what your background is, and then we can dive into your skate story. Sure. Um, well, yeah, I'm Bea. Uh, I use any pronouns, and I really mean any, like dealer's choice. Uh, I tell my partner, gender happens to me. That's just how it's always been. Um, I, uh, when I'm not skating, I'm a teacher. I'm a special education teacher at a CPS school. Um, I am not from Chicago. I was born in the Philippines and grew up mostly in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, and then bouncing around a little bit here and there. But I moved to the US in 2014, and I moved to Chicago in 2015, I think. Um, yeah, and then once I was here, bounced around a little bit. I lived in Seattle for a year, and then I came back to Chicago and now I'm back. I wasn't skating for the whole time, but came back to it when I moved back to Chicago. Yeah, so you weren't skating out when you were in Seattle? I was not. I mean, I skateboarding's always been like in my life. I had my cruiser board still, and it was very much just like to get around to places. Um, but I wasn't like doing tricks. I wasn't, yeah. I was missing out on that whole scene that yeah. I'm so disappointed that I missed out on while I was there that year. And so what changed like because i know that you said you started you started skating when you were like nine like is there a reason why you stopped because i know why i stopped you know but why is it that you stopped and like what got you to like push yourself to get back on it in 2019 yeah, yeah. i mean when i was skating as a kid in malaysia like there weren't that many places to skate if i wanted to go to the skate park i had to get like my parents to drive me which was like a whole thing um and you know, the skate scene was so small, there weren't many people skating, and there certainly weren't non-traditional skaters mm -hmm. out there doing it at all that I saw. Um, so it was just like me and a bunch of boys always, which was fine for a while. I mean, I didn't really like feel any type of way about it, but I think I just, once I got into like a certain stage of being a teenager, just like that pressure to be like feminine and to be i don't know just to be something that like you perceive that people expect you to be mm -hmm. i think a, i don't know a lot of people go through some sort of stage like that or yeah. whatever and i just like stopped it just yeah. fell out of the picture i guess i was also trying to focus more on 
soccer or football. I would call it football because you play Is with your feet. They call it in Malaysia and yeah. in the Philippines football. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was really, my big dream really was to play soccer, come to the US, play soccer in college. So my focus was more on that. Mm. Um, so I guess I just kind of fell out of the picture yeah. naturally. But what brought me back was around 2019, I think. This doesn't sound so cheesy, but the movie Skate Kitchen came out. Mm-hmm. And just like seeing that like representation in a way, I was like, wow, like why did I stop? Mm-hmm. That was so fun and I really loved it. And like I should go back to it and I should try again and see if it still works for me, you yeah. know? And at the time, were you in Chicago? Mm-hmm. Okay. I had just moved back to Chicago from Seattle. Um, I had just started going to grad school for teaching. Mm-hmm. So similar to how, is it okay if I say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> similar to my experience. Similar to your experience, like going back to school, um, yeah, with the intention of like going into teaching. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was like in Chicago again, trying to like figure my stuff out. Yeah. Um, and how was it yeah. then skating Wilson? Because I don't. I can't recall what year I met you, but I think it was probably around 2019 or 2020, maybe. Yeah, even. it was a while ago. Yeah, and I just saw you shredding, and you looked really, really confident, and that's also why I admire <laughs> too, because I feel like some women, non-traditional skaters, are at the park and they don't feel safe, and you know, they it seems like they struggle a little bit to like really um, try tricks mm-hmm. and go crazy and feel confident. But you looked really confident. So how did you get to that stage? Was it easy for you or maybe because it was your local and you probably went every day? But how was that for you? Like first going into Wilson as a local? Yeah, I mean, it was terrifying. I like distinctly remember the first day that I was like, so I got myself a board and everything when I had decided like, yeah, I'm going to skate again. I'm going to like try. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do tricks again. And then the day that I went, it was a Sunday. It was in the middle of the day, which is like super busy. Yeah, Sundays. With like a bunch of dudes, mostly white dudes, just, I don't know, doing the thing like at the House of Vans last night where it's just like, (laughs) everybody go, everybody go. That music didn't help either. It was like crazy rock music. Yeah, so it was terrifying. I was like, wow, I feel like I'm, you know, 13 years old again walking into the skate park like yeah. little me um but i went in i was like just go just mm-hmm. try whatever we're gonna we're gonna see what happens and what really kept me there you know i was just like doing all these back and forth in that yeah. flat part with the ledge was um my friend john or my friend now john had like acknowledged me like said like hello and i don't know I don't remember what they said or like what it was, but just like that acknowledgement of like, hey, cool, like you're here, you're skating, like that's awesome. Yeah. Just made me feel like, okay, there's one person here who's like chill and like willing to support me in this, so I'm just gonna keep going. Yeah. Even if the majority is not that. Yeah. So yeah. And yeah. I would I would consider them my like first skate friend. Yeah. Because that like really that day, if I hadn't run into John or if that interaction hadn't happened, I don't know, that I might have not come back the next mm-hmm. day or come back the so next day. Did that time. happen that first day? Mm-hmm. Oh nice. It's yeah. a heartwarming memory. Yeah. Yeah. It was it's sweet. Mm-hmm. I recently the uh, made my first spot and John and I skated it together for the nice. first time. So I was like, cute. First yeah. skate friend, first skate spot. Yeah, and so do you go back now to Wilson and you kind of like already know all the locals there or like you see familiar faces now that you've been going there for a while? Is that how it is? Yeah, pretty much. I think like slowly I would go more and more often because I have lived in the uptown area for the last few years or since 2019, since I moved back here. So it was just the closest local skate park for me. Yeah. Um, and it definitely took time to like even be acknowledged by people who I would see there all mm-hmm. the time. But I think just like being there consistently, then people will start to like say hello. And like, for the most part, everybody's really welcoming now mm-hmm. and a lot warmer than I remember when I like first stepped into that part. Yeah. I don't know if that's a result of like just having been around longer or like 
a slow cultural shift perhaps mm-hmm. to being more welcoming to different types of people skating that's yeah. my optimist side yeah <laughs> hoping for that i feel like for me because i recently started skating grant um this like this summer fall I yeah like going in the first time was really scared but I think just actively going again and again and you see the same people and you kind of like claim your space or like you show that you're you're just gonna come back you're gonna be there no matter what I think really helps a lot and just like making like friendships you know that like back you up and like they respect you for your skating and that you're trying you know like validate you and your existence in the space you know Mm -hmm. um so i know you briefly touched upon on your skate story but like how old were you when you first got your board or like did you did you have siblings that like pushed you to skate or how is it that you were introduced to the skate world out in malaysia or like the philippines yeah i don't know where you were living at the time yeah so i got my first board when i was like eight or nine It was right before I was in second grade, so it was around then. I actually happened to not be in the Philippines or Malaysia at that time. My family was in San Francisco visiting Ah, our family. Perfect. Who lived there. Perfect place to... Perfect place. Yeah, good experience. Birthplace of street skating. Um, So yeah, I got this... I had been begging my parents. I was like, please, 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 please. Can I get a skateboard, please? Mm-hmm. And then eventually, I guess I wore them down or something. Or like I was really good or something. I don't know. How did you know that you were going to like it? Like, was there something in you that thought, well, maybe I like it, maybe I won't? Or how did you know this is like something you wanted to invest yourself in? I don't know. I mean, honestly, it was probably seeing Rocket Power, you know, that TV yes, show. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> They're so cool. Yeah, yeah, seeing Reggie Rocket, like, ripping. Yeah. I was just like, that is for me. Yeah. For some reason, I was just like, I want to do that because it's just, like, the coolest thing that it seems like a person could do. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, my parents got me a board. It was, like, I don't know, some Walmart board. Mm-hmm. It had, like, Flame logo. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, vividly. Just, like, comical, comically small. And it said, like, skate for life or something. I have to look back. I still have a picture of me and my brother. I'm, like, holding the board. He's standing next to me. Um, But my aunt actually skated. So maybe maybe she helped out, actually, with my parents. So shout out, Tita Millet. Thank you. Um, And she showed me just, like, how to get on the board. She was regular, so I assumed, like, oh, you're supposed to skate with your left foot in Mm -hmm. front. So I learned skating switch. And then when did you find out that you're like, no, I'm more comfortable? Yeah, when we got home, I was like, wait a second. This is not, I can do it the other way. Okay. (laughs) So now do you skate regular, like, switch and goofy? I skate goofy. Okay. I am trying to learn how to skate switch sometimes just to balance out my body. Yeah. Yeah, so my aunt taught me. I remember it was like this park. There was a very slight incline on the hill. So it was like a little bit going downhill. I think I got a video somewhere of it still, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was just super fun. I loved it. Nice. So so I know that you skated with your brother because I saw him hanging around. And I thought that was so cool. Like I because growing up, I always wanted to skate with my brothers. And that's kind of how I was introduced to skating. But of course, like they didn't want me around or like they just weren't willing to like teach me. But from what you told me, you kind of pushed your brother to skate. Like, how was that? Like, how <laughs> does he skate? Like, does he just cruise? Like what? Yeah. How's that going? And how was that bond? Did it like bring you together as like a si- siblings? Yeah. Yeah. My, my brother and I are really close. We've just, I don't know, we kind of been best friends growing up. So naturally... When I started skating and like realizing like, oh, I really love this, like as an adult. And he, so when he moved to Chicago later, um, I kind of was just like, not forcing him to, but just being like, it's really fun. You should come out skate with me sometime. (laughs) It's really fun. (laughs) (laughs) It's really fun. Yep. Just like very aggressively being like, it's fun. You should come do it. Um, And he did. He gave it a shot and he picked it up super quick. He's like immediately able to cruise around, immediately like almost able to ollie, like almost annoyingly so. I was like, okay, fine. Just learn how to ollie so quick. It's cool. Yeah. I'm not salty. I'm happy. <laughs> Which I was. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, so it was just like, especially through the pandemic, something that we could do together Mm -hmm. that like wasn't really spending money. It was just like being outside and fun. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and he just got good super fast. He was Ollie. He can like, he learned how to drop in. He dropped in the Wilson bowl, like the, the crunchy one. Yeah. And was like start just starting to yes. learn how to carve it and stuff. Yes. And then he got injured, and hasn't when really skated this? since. This was like a year ago. Something? Yeah, because I think I saw you both probably a year ago, so it must have been like right after. Yeah. yeah. What, so what happened? Do, you I talk don't about? Do we know. want to expose his business? I don't know, but like, sorry, bro. If yeah. that was because of skateboarding, <laughs> do you think he'll get back on it, or do you think he's like taking? He a has break? expressed some interest, but I'm like, take your time. I'm like, take your time. I like, I want you to have fun with it. When we were in Malaysia this past summer, he skated a little bit with me. Mm-hmm. Like I brought my board, he didn't. He does. He's not like as freakishly obsessed yeah. as i am about yeah. it <laughs> which is fine yeah it's fine that's normal people yeah. are allowed to be normal yeah. uh, <laughs> so tell me about going back yeah. to malaysia to skate the summer because i remember saw um like some of your posts on social media and you were out in malaysia and uh has the skate scene over there changed like is it how you remembered it growing up or has it definitely grown since then and like how is it how easily or not is it to access like skate goods out there because i know in mexico it's really expensive and i'm pretty sure in other countries as well because like the u.s is kind of like the mecca for skateboarding so how was it out there it's definitely grown um a lot since i've been there like when i went to the park there's like a shop connected to the park now there's Mm -hmm. a much more diverse range of people skating the park like i saw a lot of um younger girls out and i was like dang Mm -hmm. (laughs) where were y'all when Mm -hmm. i was out here yeah (laughs) but also happy to see it happen like that that's normal now yeah um so i think there's like more access more access to places to skate they're doing like lessons out there now too um i love how that's so common outside of the u.s or maybe it's a chicago thing but when i was in mexico city there were there was a lot of like lessons in the mornings like just like you know shredders like teaching like younger kids yeah and like that's a really good source of income but chicago i feel like lacks that where you don't see a lot of like skate clinics or skate lessons in public parks at least not yet hopefully that grows mm-hmm. but um so you saw a lot of classes out there then like people like instructing yeah the skate. people i ended up skating with they're like uh this guy's name was alfie i think he's super nice but he was saying that he does his thing is called Skate Buddies. Then he does buddies. lessons for kids. Yeah. Nice. Um, and I, sorry, what was the question again exactly? Um, I think I asked you like, yeah, the skate scene out there, mm-hmm. um, if there's lessons out there. And yeah, pretty much your experience out there skating. Yeah. Did you going go visit back, family out there too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My mom still lives there. So oh, we were okay, visiting okay. my mom. But oh, yeah, this ties back into. My, my brother skating. He got hurt when we were out there. Oh, he got... Again? Or was <laughs> I, that where he got hurt? Again. <laughs> he, like, hurt his leg. Like, I don't remember what it was. It wasn't, like, ankle, but it was something on his leg. Yeah. So, it kind of, like... This seems like... This seems like some kind of bad luck. He needs to get a cleansing or something. Yeah. I was just <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, oh, I need man. to stop, like, forcing you to skate with me because you just keep getting hurt. <laughs> Sometimes it's like that. Like, you just need a rest, rest. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I had a lot of fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it was cool to, like, see the old park where I used to skate. They changed it up. There used to be just, like, unskatable stuff everywhere. Just, like, a giant vert ramp, which nobody touched. Yeah, I was going to say, was it is it very DIY out there? Like, crusty DIY? Or is there starting to build, like, skate parks built by skaters for skaters? Like, what type of, like, stuff are, are skatable out there? I think... Based on what I saw, it looks like skaters are more involved now in what the skate park looks like, or mm-hmm. that one. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another one that's further away from where I live that I didn't get to see, but that one was sick, too. I don't know if that was, like, built by skaters. I think it was just, like, a park that they built. Um, as far as DIYs, I, don't, I didn't know of any, mm. but I'm sure it's probably happening. Yeah. Um, 
The thing that I noticed too was just like all the spots. I don't know if it was because I was a child and not able to explore on my own, but going back as an adult, I was like, wow, there's a lot of yeah. skatable street spots out yeah, here that are so ask. cool. Yeah. And how how are how is the society out there accepting of like street skating or like how is the government or like the city i don't think that they like it very much okay uh yeah generally i think getting kicked out is definitely much like faster and maybe more aggressive Mm. i remember even skating a parking lot when i was a kid with my friends and like running away from security guards as like a 12 year old (laughs) (laughs) you've been through that you already know yeah that's my like formative experiences as a child (laughs) man okay okay and where in malaysia were you skating at in kuala lumpur so the capital okay so Mm -hmm. i actually i have a friend that's from malaysia and i know that it's so easy to get from malaysia to singapore right Were you skating out there or were you just strictly Ooh, in Malaysia? I would have loved to. We kind of thought about it, but it was just we just didn't have time. Yeah. But Singapore has spots. Yeah. Too. Is, is it like, a big scene out there? Skate scene out there? Do more. you know? I don't know. I okay. have one friend who I went to school with growing up, I think who started skating maybe in the last couple of years and was living in Singapore. So it looks like. There's things happening out there. Definitely yeah. a skatable city. Nice, nice, nice. So now comes the good part, the one I want to hear about. Tell me about Wolf and like how it is that you got Wolf. Because I know, like I saw the Froskate girls go out there and that looks so exciting and so much fun. And I saw you were out there and you like got like a haircut and <laughs> yeah. uh, it just looked like y'all were having a good time. So tell me how how that experience was for you and like how that changed you for the better and like gave you more confidence to come back and like continue shredding for sure yeah wheels of fortune was it was just like a skate fever dream utopia situation and i'm so glad that i ended up going because i wasn't planning on it it was like a last minute decision that i was like you know what we just have to do it because i had been following mm-hmm. skate like a girl yeah and like their work for the last couple of years yep and you know through the pandemic watching all their videos um watching all their like podcast interviews and stuff just being a big nerd yeah and like being a big fan of all these people and yeah. all the work they're doing so being there it was cool to just like meet like all my favorite skaters all my like the people that I watch on Instagram, on like YouTube, and meet them and talk to them. Like I met Vanessa Torres, people I grew up watching skating, mm-hmm. like uh, Jamie Reyes, um, Jamie Alyssa Reyes. Steamer. Yes. I like said hello and shook hands with Alyssa Steamer. <laughs> yeah. Um, and everyone was super chill and mm-hmm. cool and nice and inclusive. like. I think, I guess to put it in a perspective, when the skate jams were happening there, it was still the same amount of like chaos and a lot of people skating as there was at like, say, a House of Vans event. Mm-hmm. But the difference was that there was somehow this like communal understanding that this is a shared space and that you're like intentionally making sure that it's shared with the people around you. So mm-hmm. there was like concepts of like, hey, what line are you doing? Like someone mm-hmm. would just ask you. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, hey, is it your turn to go or yeah. can I go? Like right. just like small, simple things like that that made the environment so much more fun mm-hmm. and pleasant to skate. Mm-hmm. Um, and were you there for yeah. a week? How long were you there for? I was there for, so I like went late because of work. I was there for two days. I think it was like a four-day event. Mm. And I was there for two or three. So. And on a, like, did they have things organized, like, for the whole day? Like, how how was the, how was the whole event kind of organized? Was it just like, we're going to skate all day, all night? Or, like, there's a competition today, or there's, like, a party today? Like, how, or there's, like, community building events? Like, what exactly did they do around in, in this, like, week-long event yeah so they had like a whole program planned out for each day so the day 
the day that I got there, like earlier in the day, there was like a three-on-three basketball tournament and then followed by a film screening mm-hmm. that we got to see. Um, it was called Skate Dreams. Look out for that. It was really good. Um, cool. And then the next Who's day... the producer? Do you know the producer or the I forgot film the name. Maker? I think it's okay. like Jessica something. Okay. But if you look up Skate Dreams... Skate Dreams. Okay. It's there. It's a documentary about... Um, just how women's skateboarding has grown yeah. over the last few years. It was good. It was an enjoyable uh, documentary to see and watch and super heartening. Also to watch, like, I don't know, sitting a few feet away from, like, Nora Vasconcelos and, like, Marby and, like, yeah. just, like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone is here. Yeah. <laughs> and that's crazy. And, like, also it just reminds you that, wow, these are, it's just people. Yeah. It's just people and, like, we're all a community. Right. Um, but yeah, so then there was a film screening, and then the next day there was the witch hunt, I think. What's the Which, witch hunt? So the witch hunt is like a scavenger hunt for the, basically like a full day scavenger hunt where you get into your teams. So um, like we had a Froskage Chicago homie team, and then there was like a bunch of other teams that went there. People go to this event from all over the world. It's like, it's grown so big now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have like a list of missions that you have to complete, and then whoever completes the most missions wins uh, the witch hunt. So it's things like shave a team member's head, uh, or okay, like okay, 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 uh, that was part of this this hunt. Yeah, okay, okay. So some of it was stuff like that. Some of it was things like I don't know, do a disco flip. Uh, it's a disco flip. <laughs> it's a heel flip body burial. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> which was tough we did not do that one that was a hard challenge or it would be like do a bowl line with no shoes on or like Mm. do a hippie jump barefoot Mm. um or approach a man and tell them to smile more Mm. that was funny did these like (laughs) missions have to be documented to provide proof or how how did they know that you actually did the thing i mean i think it was like an honor-based system to be honest okay okay, but we did like we did film it yeah like all of the missions and okay, okay, okay. yeah i mean like the little edit because nice. it was just like a fun day yeah who won whose team won not our team it was another now. i forgot their name what the team name was but okay. they completed like there was a whole like booklet of missions to do and like it was cool it made you want to explore like different parts of seattle as well yeah i was gonna say was it mm-hmm. like did you have like full access to the whole city did they encourage you to like go out and about throughout seattle yeah so they broke it down into like different categories from what i remember so it would be like skate tricks it would be like exploring seattle um just like different categories like that so some of them were in different neighborhoods Mm -hmm. so you had to go to like gasworks park or you had to go to the fremont troll Mm. um yeah so it was just it was just really cool um and cool to be able to explore seattle again like this time skating yeah this time like I don't know, in a different way than I had experienced it before yeah. when I was living there. When were you, how old were you when you were living, when you were living there? When was that? That was, I just finished college. So I must've been like 20, 22. Okay. Okay. So then yeah. when you went back this time, you were pretty familiar geographically with the area. Then. Yeah. Okay. That's nice. Yeah. Which was cool. And I yeah. was like, all right, we're going to use this to our advantage. Yeah. Our, like, competitive yeah. side kicked in. For sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was that. And then at the end of that day, there was a queer skate jam organized by Unity in there, um, which was super cool at the Cal Anderson Courts, which was near where I used to live in Seattle and where I would see people skating all the time. Mm. And then and you, I, now you're I would like low key there? would be like that. It looks fun. I kind of want to go in there, but yeah. I, I don't know. I was like pushing it away from my subconscious. Yeah. And um, how how was the energy? Was it like very positive like i don't know i would probably freak out if i saw like nora vasconcelos or like yeah but as a tourist but how was it like skating around them like what sort of energy did you get from them like was it very important for you to see like representation and like just you know women non-traditional skaters just like shredding and pulling all these great tricks that maybe you thought like okay i can do that like i see this person doing it like i could probably do it too for sure yeah for sure i also was freaking out like the whole weekend (laughs) just openly freaking out yeah i'm like skating next to jessica bailey like okay yeah (laughs) so cool but 
I think the best part was how just like kind and human every single one of those people was. Mm-hmm. Like you'd be skating next to them and you know, I'm trying my like ollie on a kicker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that doesn't matter. Everybody's mm-hmm. just like hyping you up, supporting whatever it is that you're working on. Mm-hmm. And it was just normal. Yeah. To have like a diversity in skill level. Yeah. And it was accepted and even encouraged. Yeah. Like even if you weren't doing like a hard flip off right. of a million stairs. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was also sick too when they're doing the crazy stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So just like meeting them and seeing like how down to earth everybody was and how supportive and how everybody's like Nora Vasconcella said to me, or said to us when we had met her, um, like, remember all of the negative experiences that you all had growing up, like going to skate parks? This weekend is going to be the opposite of all of those things. And like, it was. It was super cool. And so from that whole experience, how did you feel when you came back to Chicago and like, regrouped with like, a lot of the people that you skate around here? Like, how was that? coming back to like the city that you live it was i don't know i think just like that whole two days or three days whatever all of the energy from there just gave me like more confidence than i've ever had in my Mm -hmm. life (laughs) i feel Mm -hmm. like for whatever reason or i guess for for those reasons Mm -hmm. because that community feel and it just made me i don't know it encouraged me to like okay like let's hit up those people that i meet skating now like be less shy about Mm -hmm. it it's just kind of like i love skating with people actually Mm -hmm. and like now i know more people to skate with Mm -hmm. who are like non-traditional skaters like Mm me who are like around and i'm just too shy to hit up or reach out to so i came back and was more comfortable doing that yeah and it was also more comfortable just like not taking myself so seriously, mm-hmm. like really trying to just enjoy skateboarding and like rather than being so focused on like I have to learn these new tricks next or I have to like do this and this and this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it kind of like shifted my focus and like gave me a confidence boost. I came back and I was like, all right, I'm going to try the, the rock faking and the Wilson deep end. Yeah. <laughs> like that's nice. what it did, honestly. Yeah. And what would you say was the overall highlight of that trip of that trip i would say something that really touched your heart and you were like that was it that was a highlight i think just like those moments like when they had the skate jams and literally everybody was included everybody was and intentionally too Mm -hmm. it was like there was this shared understanding that like has been built through you know the work of Kristen, the work of Kim Woozy, like Kim the Woozy. skate like a girl folks. Yeah, they've like intentionally built up this community over the years, and I feel like now it's thriving and like mm-hmm. it's working, and like people are showing up, you know, For sure. and it's it's being documented, and there's like a big group. Yeah, because I've also been following Kim Woozy when she came out to the first uh, women's uh, street league skateboarding mm-hmm. um, when the women had their first like feature. And, and competed and she was out here and again super friendly just like talking to everybody she's been about it for a really long time so I'm like happy that she never gave up and she's really for this cause of inclusivity yeah yeah for sure and just like to see how far that work that people like that I mean there's so many people doing this work not just those two but there's mm-hmm. just like you know big names that come to mind um, just to see how far that's come yeah and that like made me feel somewhat hopeful which is also rare yeah (laughs) to feel that way in this day and age yeah yeah (laughs) for me i don't know yeah feel that cool thanks for sharing that so i did want to transition a little bit about your job because i know you're a teacher and i think that's (laughs) so awesome um if you want to touch up on a little about that and like if that informs your skate practice or like how do you because teaching's a lot of work and so how do you find the energy to continue to ski on the weekends Mm -hmm. and like i guess what healthy habits you've picked up to help you continue to skate you know to keep you active and then maybe we can transition to talking about like your freelance um video work sure um yeah so teaching is 
it's hard. <laughs> yeah, I admire you for that. It takes like every bit of my mind, body, and soul, and more. <laughs> yeah, to show up and do that every day. And I think for me, skateboarding has been my like lifeline to survive. Mm-hmm. So it's less about like finding the energy to skate and more about like, wow, at the end of the day, I'm so like beat up mentally and physically that I need to do something that is like all encompassing in my mind and body. So I can't think about work or like all of the terrible things that I'm thinking about just for like an hour Mm -hmm. or more, usually more. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So yeah, because I, I started teaching in the middle of the pandemic. I was in the middle of my student teaching and then we went online because of COVID. So it was a, a mess just for me. And then if it's a mess for all the adults, you can imagine yeah. <laughs> the mess it made for the kids. Right. And now like the aftermath of that coming back into the school building, it's just been so, so tough. Yeah, I've heard. I've in heard. ways that like literally nobody knows how to handle. It's, it's just, it's something else. Like kids really need so much support and we don't necessarily always have the tools to give them what they need mm-hmm. so it's like being asked to do the impossible most of the time if yeah like a lot of the time so but yeah. i'm really glad that you set boundaries within yourself and like for your job because remember last night you were talking about how they asked you to like chaperone some dance but you were like no i'm going to this event like I said, it's my yeah. time <laughs> yeah, bye. yeah i think that's so important because yeah like teachers get like take on like a lot of responsibilities and it's just so easy mm-hmm. and then you realize that you just don't have energy to do the things that you love so. yeah for sure and i think just like the practice of skateboarding has informed maybe like i don't know about like my teaching practice but just like the ways in which i operate in my daily life it's just like okay, maybe I don't have to show up in every day and take it so seriously that I like have to fix every problem Mm -hmm. that I see when I go to work. Mm -hmm. It's like you can just show up and like do what you can, you know, Mm -hmm. same way as now I like approach going to skate as like, okay, I'm going to go have fun, do what I can. Yeah, that's okay. Um, Yeah. Do you want to share with us about your freelance video work? So you, you do some film, you do some like freelance vid- shooting for, yeah, like some gigs like that. Tell us about that because I have no idea what you film or what, yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, so here and there, my partner does most of the like freelance video work. I'm I'm like camera two. Camera two, um, very yeah. important. <laughs> camera B. Yeah. So we've done a lot of work with like dance performance um, and also like live music performance um in like the asian arts community i guess we work a lot with um asian asian improv arts midwest so they're like a japanese american uh arts nonprofit. they do a lot of work tatsu works here oh he, okay okay um yeah he is an amazing like musician okay. artist they do like taiko drum performances okay, okay, they okay. do kabuki dance um so yeah, we do a lot of work with with them, um, yeah, as well as just other dance things happening here and there. Nice. Do you, are you a part of the editing as well? Uh, I usually am not. I'm usually just a videographer because that's something that I can just like show up and do. I yeah. can't. I can't be taking more home. Yeah, that's like <laughs> for hours myself. of sitting down on the yeah. desktop editing. And yeah, it's, it's a whole other job. Yeah, no, but. It's cool to be able to like participate in that through my partner because mm-hmm. um, it's also like an excuse to go see live performance, live yeah. dance, live music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then I guess through like documenting dance, when I like started doing that, I was also starting skating again. And I was like, it's kind of similar, I guess. Mm-hmm. You're like documenting movement. Mm-hmm. And then I remembered that I was like, I think I just want to make skate videos, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's something I just want to work towards, so. Yeah, and um, you were talking to me about how you, you have a camera mm-hmm. that you, there's like, you have a shitty camera for skating and then you yeah. have like a nice camera. <laughs> I just, I didn't want to use the 
word shitty, but you're like, there's one I use for skating and there's one I, yeah. I use for other things. Cause, yeah. But it's so interesting that you mentioned it like documenting movement because I never really thought about it like that. Like you're essentially, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's just a different type of movement. Yeah. In a lot of ways too, skateboarding is a lot like dance. It's like mm-hmm. choreographed. You pick what mm-hmm. trick you're going to do. Yeah. You pick your line of tricks. Um yeah, you have to move in specific ways. You have to engage your body and the board in specific yeah. ways. And as a filmer, you need to know, like, your angles and mm-hmm. what best way to, like, document that movement. Yeah, yeah. And that line. Yeah. And then making choices about, like, okay, which part am I going to focus on? Am I going to focus in on the feet? Am I going to do, like, a full body shot? It's mm-hmm. just, like, all of those things kind of, like, tie in together mm-hmm. somehow. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. So what what's what camera do you film with for skate videos? For skateboarding right now, skate, yeah. uh, lately I've been using my phone to be honest because yeah. it's just always on me. Um, I got my friend Glenn put me onto this, but I got a little fisheye attachment. Yeah. For my phone, which is working out pretty well so far. Right now, I'm just in the process of like kind of practicing and feeling it out, like. How does this really work for me? Mm-hmm. Like, where do I need to be? Like, how do you interact with the person you're filming? Because yeah. it's such a personal and like yeah. specific experience to yeah. go through, like landing a trick. Right, and like being patient. I feel mm-hmm. like every time someone films me, I'm like, thanks. I'm sorry. One more try. Like, I know, thanks for right? filming. Like, you feel so bad. You don't get it. Like the first three times. Yeah. So you do appreciate your film, or there's like a connection that you make. Yeah. For sure. Um, so yeah, mostly using my phone, but I have like this old DSLR camera from my uncle that I recently got like one of those um, mounts for, like mm-hmm. the handle. So uh, I was wanting to try that out, but now it's too cold and I don't know, that might have to wait. We'll see you next week. <laughs> we'll you, see you next week. You never maybe. know with Chicago, like it sometimes just throws in a good like 50 degree weather day in like November or December. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that's perfect for Chicagoans. For sure. Yeah. But yeah. So um, I wanted to talk about your preference or not preference, but like how you can maneuver between skating bowls and skating street. Like, did you skate street first and then bowls? Or, like, how do you set your goals for yourself when, like, doing specific street tricks and then bowl tricks? Um, I think it has a lot to do with how I started skating, the reason why I do both. Mm. Because I definitely started, like, on the street just with flat ground because that was what was available. Crusty flat ground, but flat ground nonetheless. Um... So that's like the street part. But then at the same time, the other skating that was available to me was just like very big transition. So when I was learning to drop in, it was like on a big, pretty big half pipe, to be honest. So you, you, that was your first drop in on a big half pipe. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's I was also like maybe, I don't know, 12 years okay, old. So, so like braver. Like no fear. Yeah. No concept of like any consequence yeah. that could happen. Mm-hmm. So I just did it, you know? Nice. Just did it, yeah. <laughs> uh, but then I had to relearn that when I came back okay. in 2019. Yeah. Dropping in scary? on that quarter and Wilson. Yeah. I fell a couple times and it was like me and this other dude at the park only. I fell a couple times and he was like, please, for dear Lord, just, just put your weight on the front foot. <laughs> And I was like, oh my god! Bro, let me go through it. Yeah, let me go through <laughs> it. Also, it that's out. not the best advice. Like, just put your front foot on the board. Like, yeah. There's a lot of other things that happen when you drop right? in. That, no, it's yeah. just like, I'm going to get it. Don't worry. And I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Would you do it in his face? Or yeah, no? okay, I was cool. like, <laughs> no, I didn't really do that. But in my mind, yeah, I was like, yeah. see? <laughs> <laughs> see? Did it. Did it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's the reason why I have, like, those two modes of skating and i just enjoy both Mm -hmm. for different reasons i think i the reason i skated more vert like recently is because i went surfing a while ago and i yeah i've never been surfing i know beck surfs but how how is that crossover like do you feel like one informs the other and like your body's just used to it uh i mean there's definitely some some of that but it's different i feel like surfing i can do the getting up on the board i can do the standing on it because that's the skating part 
and that's that a lot in. of work too like mm-hmm. you're laying flat and then you have to like jump up and yeah. like stand up like that in itself is like an exercise his energy yeah but the hardest part is catching the the wave mm-hmm. just like i don't know the timing i didn't i maybe caught like two mm-hmm. um but that feeling was just the best and the closest thing i could find to emulate it which makes sense because this is why skateboarding began from surfers who wanted to surf but there wasn't any mm-hmm. waves yeah. was bowl skating yeah so that's why i spent so much time just like carving the bowls because i was like I can't surf in Chicago. Well, right. you can surf the lake, but that's like, it's not this, yeah. that's a lot. It's like cheating. It's not, yeah. <laughs> or it's just like difficult. I don't yeah, know. You got to go to a specific yeah, spot. And I know that they do some like surfing out in some spot in Wisconsin. And Sheboygan? Yeah, Sheboygan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you been out there to I surf? I have not, but I want to. I, I've heard they yeah. have like a surf shop because I like yep. knew someone that lived out there because they uh, worked at this museum around there. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was some surf shop out there. And then I also know that this last year they had like some surf festival out in Michigan. Yeah. yeah, like probably it's directly across from Sheboygan. St. Joseph, Michigan. Yeah. yeah, you know about this. Like, okay, I looked it up. Yeah. I went surfing once and I was like, all right, how am I going to make this happen for yeah. myself in the Midwest? <laughs> did you drive out there? How'd you get out there? No, uh, I didn't go there. But oh, okay, okay, I went okay. surfing in Cape Cod when I was visiting like family friends slash yeah. former teachers of mine. We should um, surf sheboygan yeah and uh, there's some skaters who do it actually yeah okay. i yeah there's a you couple guys who i see at wilson sometimes that i talk to about surfing the lake and they're like yeah you can do it people, yeah <laughs> people do, do it. it yeah that's it's awesome. cold <laughs> yeah, yeah probably cold so where you were out surfing it was nice summer weather mm, or how was the weather out there not super nice i mean i had to like borrow a wetsuit it was cold enough it was summertime but like the water was still cold mm-hmm. um but yeah and then again i feel like i keep just missing opportunities i like grew up or i'm from the philippines mm-hmm. you know which has a million islands that are mm-hmm. um, it has shargao which is like one of the best waves in the world supposedly mm-hmm. do you have any family that surf. lives out there now like is yeah. there something that is gonna can bring you back my dad lives out okay. there so this time that I went back, I really wanted to go surfing. It didn't work out, but next time. Yeah. Next time it's going to happen. It's, it's going to happen. Too late. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's never too late. Yeah. It's never too late. Okay. So we're kind of close on time. I, I kind of ran out of questions. But um, mm-hmm. I think I asked this to one of our other interviews. But what is the advice that you would give to your younger self? To your younger self and to like, women and non-traditional skaters trying to get into skateboarding hmm advice advice that i would give to my younger self would be just keep doing it like just keep going yeah um because if i had never stopped i would be probably in a much better place mentally physically (laughs) everything Mm -hmm. um I guess that's probably it. Just keep going. And yeah. also be kind to yourself and be patient with yourself. Like yeah. whatever patience and grace you would give to like your buddy, mm-hmm. you give that to yourself too. Yeah. So it's important. like, it's okay if you're not landing the trick that you've been working on, you know, for a long time right away. It's just the nature of what skateboarding is like. That's how it is. And that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Next question is, why do you skate? Why do I skate? Why do you skate? For me, I think it's it's like a meditative activity, to be honest. It's like a moving meditation because it's the only thing I can do where I'm like fully just focused on what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. It's like when I'm skating, I just focus on whatever it is I'm working on, whether it's like I'm just carving the bowl or I'm like trying to land some trick or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or if I'm just like being outside and just skating, I'm like, I'm not thinking about anything else. And it's the only thing that does that for me. Mm -hmm. It keeps me, it's like my my mental self-care yeah mental health self-care so important to have an outlet yeah to Mm -hmm. release and what makes you truly happy in life 
skateboarding yes <laughs> i love how you there was no hesitation no hesitation, no hesitation. ask wow, anybody who knows me like if they've ever seen me smile like the way i do when i skate yeah they're like no i've yeah. i don't have that emotional expressive capacity yeah. in any other setting my mom has told me that too like i'll show her videos and she's like you look so happy and like, right i, I was it's i am like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay cool um what's next for you like what are because i know like skate season is kind of over kind of but what do you do in the winter time and what are you looking forward to next year next skate season um this winter well i'm like looking forward to actually be able to skate indoor spots this winter mm-hmm. now that i'm finally like finding a place in this community where like yeah. people are going to fargo yeah. or people are going to asylum or whatever um and i can just like yeah, Hop in, be like, yeah. Can I come? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but also, I think it's a good time to focus on other things like my music or video, brainstorming, like thinking about what I want to do there. Um, yeah. Do you, do you record music? Do you make beats? What do you, what kind of music? What do you I do? play guitar and I write music. Yeah. I like write songs and I sing. Also with my brother. Okay, okay. Yeah. That and I have duo. been, yeah, I've just been like too scared or nervous or self-conscious to like put anything out there. But like, I don't know, skateboarding has just like yeah. made me more confident yeah. and slash just care less mm-hmm. <laughs> about like what other people think. Yeah. Cause I'm just like, I'll just do it. And yeah. if it sucks, then I did it for me. Yeah, Who cares? exactly. It's for you. Yeah, it's, it's kind of fun. To just document your your growth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> what about next year skating? Like, what do you? Is there a park that you're looking to to skate, or any trick you're like working on that you're so close to getting? I don't know about so close, but I think. Well, I guess maybe it's a reasonable expectation to set that maybe I will learn nollie flips. Nolly next nollie. year. Kickflip? Nolly or kick any flip. flip. Ooh, yeah. 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 Because I so can doable. flip it. Yeah. I just can't get my body to stay over it. So you can nollie yeah. flip it. Mm-hmm. You got the flip already. I can pop it. I can flip it. I just can't land on yeah. it. Yeah. Can you do like other nollie tricks? Like what, what are your nollie trick? Nolly. Nolly. <laughs> nolly shoves? Nolly shoves. Nolly I can shoves do nolly shoves. Nolly big spins? Haven't tried Nolly Big Spin, but try I should Nolly try them. I'm I'm trying Nolly Big Spins, yeah. and like I was able to kind of get them in Mexico, but I came back and I stopped for a while, so I'm like relearning myself. But I, you got it, yeah. Yeah, I love Nollies. I'm inspired. I will try. Yeah, those. <laughs> I I prefer Nollies and Switch. I actually haven't like delved into like Switch, but I like Nollies. Nollies are good. Mm-hmm. Doable. Yeah, Switch is actually fun. Yeah, should, okay. You should, should get try into Switch. It. Also, it feels good because like. Your body is so, like, one-sided. Yeah. Now. Well, I feel comfortable mm, switch kick pushing now to, like, get speed mm-hmm. to do fakie tricks. But I haven't tried, like, yeah, like, switch ollies. No, but I should. Yeah. Now you're yeah. inspiring me. All right. Cool. Not Any, a big spin. Yeah. Switch ollies. Okay, good. I'll hold but. you to it now. <laughs> <laughs> any final thoughts? Give any good shout-outs? Mm, I don't know. I mean, shout out to you for doing Aww, this thanks. podcast. I just, thanks. I love to see just like things like this happening, you know? Yeah, in Chicago. Mm-hmm. It's so important. I feel like it's like when people talk about skate, the skate scene, it's like Chicago, or not Chicago, like LA or New York. And sometimes yeah, we forget like, about, about it. Yeah, what about us? <laughs> like, we here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so. Well, I, I think you bring a lot to the scene here, and I think you're like a great person to skate with. So I'm really glad that you came out here and Aww. like sharing your story with us. Yeah. I feel the same way. Thank yeah, you, Janet. Thanks. All right. Bye y'all. Bye. Thanks for listening if you're listening to us live. <laughs>